podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast that finds the best betting value closer to the first shot being struck than anyone else. Always gamble responsibly. Visit begambleaware.org for more information. And buongiorno, everybody. Italian Open, hence the multilingual entrance there. Late tea time podders out there, welcome along. It is James, as always, and we'll bring him straight in. Dave Tyndall, we had a good week last week, didn't we? Yeah, the BMW PGA Championship at Wentworth. The the sort of main advice was oppose Sergio Garcia and everything you ever do. And uh, (laughs) he disgraced himself, didn't he? Just to back up the reasoning. Yeah, I mean, we, we basically, the reasoning was that the live players weren't going to get too much uh, love at the course, and uh, they didn't, and he didn't react very well to it, which was yeah. your uh, your reasoning for it. And Victor Hovland, who was uh, the pick to win it, also got a place for us too, didn't he? He finished uh, kind of high on the leaderboard. He was leading for some time. Yeah, um, with with Sergio, yeah, it was specifically him, not just sort of general live, because he was mm. the most thin-skinned, and I think we even said back him in a match bet with... Uh, Patrick Reed was one of them, and Reed, as he sh- as he sort of showed he, uh, in the past, he's got a skin of a rhinoceros and didn't care about any bad vibes there. So he um, he did well, didn't he? And had a run on the final day. But Sergio shot a first round seventy six, decided he'd had enough, and then was seen at a baseball game the day after. So his mind and heart wasn't at Wentworth as it. So it turned out, yeah, any match bet with Sergio, you basically you won. Anyway, welcome along, Dave. How are you? Yeah, I'm very well. <laughs> I should have done that first. Anyway, yes, um, we are <laughs> we are looking ahead to the uh, Italian Open this week. The top end of the uh, markets uh, sees Rory McIlroy as the favourite heading into this event. Fifteen to four for Rory. Matt Fitzpatrick is there at tens. Victor Hovland, who, as I said, did well last week for us, twelve to one. Twenty-two to one for Tyrrell Hatton. Francesco Molinari, Italian, twenty-five to one. And then uh, Adrian Moronki's uh, 35s and the rest are bigger. So it's um, certainly at the, the top end of the field there, DT. It's a, it's a good field. Yeah, there's, um, it's been handy for the, for the scheduling in, in the fact that the Italian Open follows on from Wentworth. So a lot of the guys are, have already come to Europe. But the other big factor is the course, Marco Simone, it will stage the Ryder Cup next year. So people like Rory McIlroy, um, Fitzpatrick, Hovland, thinking right let's uh, get another look at it or a first look at it and we'll mm. see how it plays and that should stand us in good stead for ne- for next year there was a little bit of irony last week wasn't there with um you mentioned that rory had kind of taken the mickey out of the live saying that this is played over 72 holes rather than 54 but obviously because of the death of the queen yeah um, it was reduced to 54 in the end anyway wasn't it so it was the same yeah. duration which uh, just kind of made me chuckle a little bit this is late tea time the golf betting podcast we always say that we leave this um, pod as late as possible on a Wednesday to uh, get the latest information. Because of our various work commitments today, we've come blimmin' early. Um, only 11.20am currently in the in the UK. Has that given you enough time to soak anything in and to work out where we're going to go this week? Yeah, it, there's, there's a couple of things I've picked up on. So um, let's start then with the, the kind of obscure bet here. Uh, so there's, a, there's an Italian guy who, if you watch the Open 
quite closely. Do you remember the guy in the um, bucket hat that we thought was a Stone Roses fan called Barkley Brown? Yes. Uh, so he was in the he was in the running for top amateur and did really really well, but he got beaten by a guy called Filippo Celli. I'll say that again in in, in Italian, Filippo Celli. That's better. And yeah, very good. He won so Filippo Celli. He won the he won the silver medal. Uh, so he beat Barkley Brown, and that's just part of a really good summer for the young Italian. He, he won the uh, European Amateur Championships. He played. Um, he played um, in the Eisenhower Trophy with Italy, and they won that. And then he also appeared in the um, on the European Tour in the um, Hander World Invitational. I can never quite remember that title in Northern Ireland. He was seventh. He was seventh in a proper um, DP World Tour event. So he's on home soil this week. And I, I don't want to get too carried away saying he's going to win or he's going to finish top five or top ten. But I think top 30 seems a sort of reasonable ask for a guy who's clearly got a lot of talent on home soil. He's 13-2 to two to get that top 30. That's with Paddy Power and Betfair. So I thought that could be our, our first bet because uh, 13-2 to two is a decent enough price. And at top 30, it's not, it's not anything incredible. But he's shown at the Open, he didn't... Finished top 30 at the Open. You know, that's the Open with everybody playing. He was 47th. Uh, but he, he finished 67, 71, 71. So he, when the pressure was on for the weekend, where he had to, to get that silver medal for top amateur, he delivered. But it's the seventh in Northern Ireland that makes me think mm. a field that kind of thins out mm. from the top. You get past McElroy and Hovland and Fitzpatrick, Hatton, he, he kind of, there's not that many players who would... He should be afraid of. So top thirty at thirteen to two, I thought was a nice way to start us off. I had to scroll down quite a long way to find him on the actual outright. He's two hundred and seventy-five to one best price to win the thing. So he's uh, he's a fairly long way down. But thirteen to two for top thirty um, for Filippo Gelli. Very good. A good name, that isn't it? Isn't um, it? I, there's something about it, Italy, isn't it? Beautiful country and fantastic names and yeah. accents and stuff. When you can it. sort of, when you can sort of. Elongate that surname with a celli. Yes, yeah, nice, sounds like a TV chef. Really, should be yeah. that. That's maybe his future career. So he's the first one that goes onto the uh, betting slip this week. Thirteen to two for top thirty for Filippo Celli. This is late tea time. The last word in golf betting with James Butler and Dave Tyndall. And where do we go next? Yes. Um, so a couple of points took me to this next bet. Filippo Celli, he said that he played the course in practice yesterday and it was quite wet compared to maybe last year. Mm. It's taken a bit of rain or softer. So on a soft course, your head always sort of goes to Rory McIlroy because that's kind of his favourite conditions where you can take apart a soft course and hit those booming drives. Now, the other thing is when you look at the weather, for Thursday, it shows that it's perhaps thunderstorms in the afternoon, so it could all get a bit disrupted. So I thought on a wet course, if Rory McIlroy's got an early tea time, we could have a bet here. Well, he's off at 08.30. So that's, that's early enough. That's early enough. So he should get his round in before all the thunderstorms hit. I mean, we don't know. The weather can change, obviously, but... It looks like it might be a bit of an advantage to just get yourself done in the morning. Mm. 
Now, on the outright, I, I do think Rory, I mean, he's playing incredible golf. He, you know, it was a roll of a ball that he missed out on a playoff against Lowry at Wentworth. So he's, he's in incredible form. He's kind of on a mission, isn't he, with all this live stuff. And the Ryder Cup is big in his mind and we're playing on the Ryder Cup course. So he's got, he's not just turning up here, you know, because it's the week after Wentworth and it's, well, I may as well have a go. He's turning up do, here with, yeah. with real intent, I think. So... On the out, I do. I wouldn't put anyone off backing him on the outrights, but he just seems a bit short, doesn't it? That price just under four to one. Mm. But for first round leader, he's fourteen to one. And I know you could say, well, that's only eighteen holes, and maybe the class would come through after seventy-two. But Rory McIlroy is just a brilliant Thursday player. You look at. I was totting this up. In his last twenty-two starts, he's been first round leader five times. That's better than his win record, so that's that's brilliant, isn't it? And a couple of others, he was second after day one. It's a real, it's such a familiar sight in golf to look at a Thursday leaderboard. Rory McIlroy's teed off early, posted a score, no one gets anywhere near it or doesn't get to it. So I could see that playing. I could see him getting off at eight thirty, shooting a sixty-four. No one beats him. So I thought fourteen to one. He's in a nice, you know, he's, he's got. He's got the nice group with him, obviously. So he's got Francesco Molinari, open champion, local favourite. He's got Nikolai Hoygaard, who won this tournament last year. Mm. So they'll be carrying all the crowds. So Rory will buzz off that as well. So I just think if you look at it, it's all seems to have slotted into place for McElroy to, to do one of his fast starts. Yeah, and 14 to 1 is quite a tasty price on Rory these days, isn't it? You can get him, uh, I mean, he's 14 to 1 pretty much across the board, across the various bookies, a bit shorter some places, but 14 to 1, um, six places with Paddy Power is probably uh, the, the best option there for Rory to uh, be top of the leaderboard come the end of the, the first round there, which I, I, I mean, like you say at the moment, he is driven, isn't he? He's, he's kind of making mm. a point. He's, he's obviously knows he's playing good golf. He's not just there to make up the numbers. Um, you, you're putting your money on a horse who is motivated for you. Yeah, and that's that's often the thing with him. If he's got, a, if he's on a mission, then good things happen. And as I say earlier, this field isn't the best by any means at all. And, and I don't think there's there's that much to fear. But that Ryder Cup angle, I mean, he's he's getting plenty of Ryder Cup questions about from you know, will these live players be playing? And he's kind of saying no. It's they've had their turn. Uh, so he he wants to sort of be that leader at the next Ryder Cup, and what better way to strike a little blow against the Americans by winning on the course where it'll be held, and then people will not want to face him uh, next year. You, you can scroll on however many years you can see Rory being captain of a Ryder Cup team, can't you? He's kind of got all the credentials there. He's just an easy pick, isn't he, for that job when when the time comes? But he's got plenty of balls to hit before um, that uh, that arrives with us. So we've got Filippo Celli then um, to be top 30. We've got Rory to be leading after the first round. Is there anything else on your mind this week? The only other one I looked at was Fabrizio Zanotti, the Paraguayan, because he's playing uh, really well. How come Fabrizio doesn't get a, a nice little Zanotti? Yeah, he could have Fabrizio Zanotti. I mean, um, he, sound, he sounds Italian. Yeah, he could be, couldn't he? Um, I was looking at him for first round leader because he... He started with a 66 in his last two opening rounds, one of those at Wentworth where he was fifth after day one. He was second after day one at the Irish Open where he shot 65. And he's just in really good form. He's making the top 20 every week. Um, 27th at this course last year, which is another tick. He's got an afternoon tea time. That's the only slight 
problem, possibly. Mm. So we could hit that bad, bad weather. I mean, as I say, the forecast could change. Maybe maybe people might want to just delay their bets a little bit and get the very latest weather forecast on Wednesday night UK time. But as I say, he's got those credentials. One other thing with him, actually, he's, he's, he's finished in the top six after day one three times in this tournament. So he's been a, a, a proven fast starter in the Italian Open, whatever that, for whatever reason that is, uh, on different courses. So he's 55 to one. That's seven places with Boyle Sports. So I say, there's a bit of a like a concern because of the weather, and he's in the wrong group possibly. But you never know with it. When it's thunder, you never know. Do you? It could just blow past. We're, we're ten miles outside Rome, so if you're checking the weather, just check the the Rome weather forecasts. Yeah. Um, you know, it could pass to the side. It might be that it passes in. 20 minutes and it's not disrupted so all in all it's probably worth a little go at 55 to 1 I'd, I'd hate to miss out just because we were, we were being too weather dependent but mm. Rory would be the main first round leader but if you want another one in the afternoon Zanotti is your man yeah split your stakes um, Rory 14 to 1 six places to be the first round leader Fabrizio Zanotti pa- Paraguayan but uh, very Italian sounding 55 to 1 seven places with Boyle Sports and Filippo Celli I mean, I'm going to remember his name now forever. 13 to 2, top 30 um, to uh, finish the 72 holes in the top 30. Filippo Gelli. Dave Tyndall, as always, thank you. Bellissimo. What what does that mean? Sounds all right to me. Beautiful. Beautiful. Bellissimo. You have to do that bit. Bellissimo. Bellissimo. (laughs) So uh, good luck with your bets out there. (laughs) You carry on. We'll just leave you on the sides as we play the outro. You've watched Gregory's Girl, haven't you? Yes. Doesn't he, doesn't, he, doesn't he keep saying, Bella, Bella, in sort of Italian yeah. Scottish. Claire Grogan in Gregory's Girl was my one of my first crushes. I think for lots of men our age, yes. Claire Grogan was the one, wasn't she? Yeah. I, I, I met her very briefly. It's a, a memorabilia show in Birmingham. Very nice lady. But, um, yeah, she she's not involved in golf. I don't, I don't think she plays golf, does she? I've not heard, but, you know, she's Scottish. Yeah. Who knows? Like a, she might have a dad or a brother or a relative who's into golf. I, I don't think it's actually the law that if you're Scottish, you have to be into golf. But it's um, not far off the law, though, is it? To plenty, be honest, plenty are, aren't they? As mm. uh, anyway, um, we will say goodbye for another week before we talk rubbish for far too long. Mm. Um, and uh, uh, hope you enjoy the Italian Open. Thanks to DT again as well, and um, good luck with all your bets. Gamble responsibly. This is a sports broadcast media production. Never actually say that usually, but we are a sports broadcast media production and uh, we will be back and see you again next week so enjoy the golf see you soon always gamble responsibly visit begambleaware.org for more information sports social podcast network